0: We on? Should we start?
1: Yeah.
0: I'm, I'm start it up. Okay. Shalom, everybody. Welcome. Thank you for coming. Um, so today's topic was trying to figure out Aaron Hakohen's relationship therapy. Like, what was his take on how to help people get along? those people who are having a hard time getting along, like what did he do? So um, I don't really have the answer, but I figured it would make a good discussion. Um, Last week, Rabbi Schmidman uh, made us all feel comfortable uh, joining in and making us uh, encouraged to share our thoughts. So please uh, do so as you wish. Um, everyone familiar with the mission in Perkos about uh, Aaron Hakohen's, um system, his tricks, his magic that he used to pull to uh, help people get along? I imagine most of us have heard about it. But um, I'm surprised that it only recently perplexed me, like what exactly his system was. So maybe if I'll just read to you what the Mishnah says and what the Avos says about it, and then maybe we could figure out uh, together what um, his system may have been. Sounds good? Okay, so the Mishnah says that uh, it's a good idea to be one of the Talmidim of Aron. He was Oev Shalom, he was Rodev Shalom, he was Oev S'abrios Mekar from and that's those all sound like good things he loved peace he ran after peace he loved creations of god and he did his best to try to help them come closer to the torah so um there's a famous mishnah from the avasturb nasan that's quoted over that kate said haya aron shalom this is rabbi avadyam bartonur is quoting the uh the nasan he says, What's an example of Aaron pursuing peace? says, She would see that there were two people having a good uh, good battle. He would go to each of them without the other one knowing. You would tell him, He says, You should see your friend how much he is regretting what he's done and he's hitting himself in some form or another, because he sinned against you. And he said to me, he uh, wanted me to come and tell you that he wants you to forgive him. And we talk through that, the next time they bumped into each other, mean, says that they gave each other a big kiss and lived happily ever after. So I guess one thing that perplexed me is why I understood this and took this as though it made sense for many years. Like, it sounds like um, preposterous that such a thing should make sense, that such a thing should work. I imagine if like someone cut me off on the highway and I was a little upset at them, And then someone said the right words to encourage me to be a little less upset. You know, maybe that's something that uh, if Aaron played the right trick, said the right words, I'd be able to forgive him. But um, there are probably many relationships that we have, we have had, our friends have had that were a little more complicated than something that should be able to be fixed with, well, he says he's sorry, he feels bad. Like, oh great, let me give him a big hug and kiss and it's all better. So I guess maybe I'll ask you, like what do you, what do you think about, A, what's the chat? Or maybe beforehand, like why, I don't know, maybe was it just me or were, were we all duped to some extent to believe that uh, this made sense? Like how many of us have heard this said over so many times? with like, yeah, guess what? Aaron had a great system for making peace. He would just tell each guy, you know, the other guy loves you, he cares about you, he really wants to uh, make peace. And he really feels bad and like, then it's all good. We hug and uh, make, make peace. I don't know, is that something that's, I was the only one who was duped to think that actually made sense? Or do you say, maybe it does make sense? So I don't know, what do you guys say?
2: Anyone?
3: You can call on someone. Isaac, what do you say? You have to repeat the question.
0: <laughs> um, so let's just go over for one second. So the Mishnah tells us that Aaron O'Cohen had a really good trick. Um, it would seem like he would make a lot of money in therapy. Like he'd uh, take uh, two friends who are having a big fight, and he would have a simple trick. I guess it would take three sessions of therapy. Like the first session was probably um, – The first session is probably to speak to the two people together who are fighting. Then he'd have session number two where he would tell one of them that, by the way, I met your friend out in the street and he really wants to, he really feels bad about what he did. He wants to make um, the relationship all better. And the other guy would say, oh, yeah, that's awesome. Okay, everything's better from now on. Then he would talk to the next guy in the third session. And he would say, by the way, just had a session with your friend, you know, whether this is a spouse, a parent, a business partner, a neighbor, a rabbi, you know, someone who we may have had a really hard time with in our lives. And just tell them, you know, my rabbi, you know, your rabbi feels really bad about all the different uh, challenges that he's created in your life. Like, oh, yeah, he feels real bad. Okay, awesome. I forgive him. It's all good. I don't know to me that sounds like very like a very hard thing to understand how that should work it would seem like our practical disagreements are still going to remain it would seem like our emotional pain that came from like years and years of a relationship that has a lot of, that has a lot of, a lot of stress and pressure and antagonism and criticism it just doesn't seem like it should be able to be made better um, just by the fact that someone says he's sorry, and someone uh, s- seems to say that he is trying to be genuine about it. Like what happened to all that emotional pain, all that heartache that has been experienced in the relationship? How does it work? Rabbi, what do you say?
4: Well... This seems a lot of thinking. You know, if, if we didn't uh, have a commitment for, for a whole session tonight. Time's I, up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, just as, as an explore, exploratory of idea, is it possible that we're speaking in a situation where there aren't years of hurt one towards the other, Talking about haverim, essentially people that had gotten along and then somehow they wound up in some kind of a conflict, it could be business, whatever it might be, some particular area of life caused a rift that got them really upset at one another. And you know, things tend to spiral out of control. And maybe Aaron Cohen is getting it like before it becomes part of their whole like, um, routine of life, to be living with uh, antagonism and bitterness and anger, where they about got upset at each other, but maybe it's still at a point where it's repairable, as opposed to a situation where there were years and years and years of abuse inflicted.
0: Um, so maybe, how would work in that kind of scenario? What's, what would Arana Cohen be doing? Like, what would be his system of helping people through this stressful kind of relationship? Um, Rab- Rabbi sent is saying, maybe like, it's true, maybe I was making an assumption, maybe it's not correct, that uh, Aaron was trying to help out people, even in scenarios where there's long-term distress, long-term challenges and problems. But let's say it's not talking about that case. Let's say it's talking about a more limited kind of scenario. So, what would be his system? What's he trying to do? How does he help them um, get along? I can't hear you. I think you're. I think you're muted. Okay, there we go.
4: I say we want to hear from you, Rabbi. <laughs> well,
0: I threw it out there for you. I wanted to hear what you had to say. Um, well.
3: What anyway, would be, anybody, like, his general one Any One second. Anybody, anybody else could unmute themselves if they want to speak. So if you have anything to say, you could unmute yourself through your own controls. If, you want to, if anybody wants to speak up, so just putting that out there.
2: What, what's the problem exactly? It's not honest?
0: Um, I think if that was the – if it's not honest, probably it's hard for it to work like the fact that he could use stick to try to help people uh um get along if that could work that's probably something that we've learned is uh appropriate at the right time but i guess yosef what you're asking is like how could it be honest like a minute ago they didn't like each other like how often do we see people who don't like each other like a minute later after a small conversation, suddenly uh, they are sincerely interested in getting along, giving each other a big uh, hug and kiss. So maybe Yosef, maybe what you're asking is like, how could it be honest? Like, does that make sense? Have we ever, do we see that on a consistent basis that people who are fighting, it sounds like they weren't just in a scenario where one guy cut the other, cut the other guy off on the highway. Like, this is more like a situation where someone hurt someone's feelings, someone was critical, condescending, antagonistic, someone uh, hurt someone's business, someone did something. Like, even if it's not, like, long-term distress, but if there's, like, a real problem, they're them. like, they're fighting with each other. So how does, like... Aaron and Cohen sitting down with them make it that they can be sincere, that they can honestly really want to reconnect.
3: Maybe, maybe, maybe it's because they want. Maybe it's because they they want to be like him.
0: And what does that do? Like, how does that help?
3: I guess being exposed to someone like like Aaron and they get us they sort of get a glimpse of what it's like to be somebody who pursues peace. And brings peace to other people and maybe they get a sense of what that whole dynamic really is and they want to be like that
0: mm-hmm. they want to
3: be attached to that
0: right it sounds like i am a big fan of therapists really believing what they are preaching because otherwise it's probably not going to work out so well and uh if we're going to well, be that's what men- you,
3: well, you said you said that already you said that it has to be honest
0: right right pre- well, Yosef was saying it has to be honest from the people, and I think what you're highlighting is for someone to help someone well, be honest. I thought honest.
3: Yosef was asking that that, it, that your problem was that it wasn't honest from our own Oh, maybe.
2: Um, no, from the people, meaning the, between the two different people, are they actually Oh like? Is it true that they're actually
3: like? Well, I think it goes without saying that our own is process honest process about it. That, that I think that's I think that's like a basic thing that we could all agree on. Mm-hmm. That what is it? That that Aron is like. Sort of authentically wants the piece.
0: Um, The truth is, if we can leave the uh, text for a moment and put it aside, uh, maybe it'll be uh, the concepts that I think are that I wanted to share. It could be that they're clear from what Aaron did, it could be that they're not clear, but. to me, like one of the things that I thought was helpful to maybe discuss was just the fact that I had read such a chazal many times and thought that this should be a system that works for everybody. I don't know if other people had that same experience. It, it reminds me of like the Gemara about Sinas Chinam. I used to grow up thinking that Sinas Chinam was something that made sense. People hated each other for no reasons. If people hate each other for no reasons, that sounds like a really terrible thing to do, to hate people for no reasons. So it would seem like it's very well deserving that the base of Mikdash would be destroyed for people hating each other for no reasons. In a similar kind of way, that's the way I When people are fighting with each other and they're not getting along, like if these stupid people would just grow up and wake up and try to just do good things, so then they should be able to just get along. Um so I guess one thing that I can appreciate is maybe it's a certain maturity, maybe some life experiences, like that realization that uh sometimes we can look at look at other people's um challenges as like, come on, get over it, whatever, work it out. It's not a big deal. Like he said he's sorry out of it. So I actually discussed this as with a number of people and that was a good percentage of the audience's, like, initial take on it. Like, yeah, if you, like, apologize, then it should be good. Like, get over it. Because it's probably stupid reasons why you're not getting along. It's probably ridiculous. And if you get over your ridiculous behaviors, then everything should be good. So I think my one thing to share first is, like, maybe how it's very easy to be duped into um, – different perspectives about other people's challenges and to take it very lightly. People hate each other for no reasons. People should just get over things. And the recognition, that's probably not really um, how it works. And it's probably a lot more complicated. Um, So I don't know if I could apply that experience. That's just something I wanted to share from a little personal. uh, But I do think what Aaron was doing is something that, Probably should be, a good, uh, should be uh, if we think about breaking down the general like relationship problems, there generally are probably two problems. There's the practical issue that's being discussed and that's being um, debated about, you know whether it's a thing, a financial thing, a social thing, a practical uh, whatever the scenario is that they're arguing about that's probably like half the problem. And probably the other half of the problem is the uh, mindset that we have about the other person. It's hard to respect people who are thinking foolish things. It's hard to respect people who are saying things that seem to be ridiculous to us. And half the problem is the sense that we get from other people that it seems like you don't care about me. It seems like you don't respect me. And the other person's like, well, I shouldn't respect you. I shouldn't care about you because you're the foolish one and you're the foolish one. It seems like what our own was trying to accomplish or possibly what it's trying to accomplish is trying to figure out a way. How could you have, how could you deal with the conflict? When let's say you have a husband and a wife, you have people who love each other. So how do they get into fights? Like, how does that work? So where does that come from? Like, do I love you, do I not love you? Do I care about you, do I not care about you? Do I respect you, do I not respect you? So I guess how do two people who love each other and respect each other end up fighting on a consistent basis? In a very significant way. So if we understand it in a very, but like initial feeling we might have about such a situation, and how that happens, is because maybe people don't love each other and they don't care about each other and they don't respect each other. And it's the one or the other either people respect each other and love each other or they don't. So probably whether it's we switch off every day, like one day we do love the other person, the next day they don't, we don't, which is why one day, the next day it's not come at home. So if we look at it from that perspective, it would seem like it's really hard to reconnect. Because if we have a long-term ketata, a long-term disagreement with the other person, it could be hard to overcome it. Because if we've been fighting for a while, I guess that means we don't care about each other. So it would be really hard to solve such a problem. Like it would seem to me like you can help people fight better, fight better. Figure out how to communicate in a more mental kind of way, but you're not really going to solve the problem. If the mindset is I don't respect you, I don't care about you, and find some sort of compromise. You know, the Arab compromise with the Israelis, possibly. But um, compromising in Shalom, one of my used to told me uh, that's not the same thing. Um, Rabbi Shmuel has taught us uh, these lessons. Compromise is not peace. So it seems to me like the only real way to really reconnect in a complicated relationship would probably be if we can understand how do I love you and respect you, but still at times not feel that way. Why are we constantly bickering if I really love you and respect you and care about you? Can I be happily married to you and still be bickering with you like how does that work doesn't that mean i don't love you doesn't that mean you don't love me doesn't that mean you don't care about me well one second just just
5: a quick question I, I really enjoy what you're saying and i understand where you're coming from the only thing is i don't understand what does this have to do with our own
0: um so the way, at least I read it, Rubishman was debating about whether or not this is something that's necessarily something that Aaron used for all of his marriage therapy, or if this was just for small fights that he uh, got involved in from the start. So whether it's in or not, um, I so was we, thinking we, that we, it was, maybe I'm but No, but, but where, do where, does
5: Aaron's, where does Aaron's technique, of how he spoke with the two people in Machlokas, say all this. I, I know that had to be what was going on at some at some stage of his of his peacemaking. But we're in the words of Chazal, mm-hmm. is he discussing this whole idea.
0: So I'm not sure. The way that it hits me is like, what's he telling the other? He's saying this person sincerely feels bad about what they did. I mean, don't they don't care about. I don't think. Don't really you. They really love you and respect you and care about you. Even though they did do respect you and care about you, at least right now they do, however, they, still did, they did. Like, if you don't words, I'm not sure it does anything.
5: Okay, I think I, think I, think I, I understand. The connection's a little weak, but it, let me just summarize in my head what you're trying to say is that when Aaron would say how the other person felt, that that was what you're putting in to mean look where the other guy's coming from but but really I don't know if you have to go so far what Aaron really is just saying on some deep level the person appreciates you and has some sort of favorable relationship to you but where who where does it say that next step that oh and now he knows where I'm coming from and he gets me and maybe I don't get you at all but deep down, I really do like you. I'm not really upset at you. I don't know where you're coming from. You're from Mars, but we're friends. Deep down, we're friends. Aren't you trying to say some extra hair, some extra technique about that a person has to like get into the shoes of the other person to 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 know how he's feeling? That that extra hair, I'm not. I'm not seeing where you see that from this specific uh, The Thing that hits me.
0: That- how could it be that he's two exist at the same? Let's say, like what you're saying, that really, friend, the friend, I want to give you a, you know, which is what a, uh, you know, cluster of nonsense. Meaning, I had these warm feelings. Like a, a, right a moment ago, I did not have these warm feelings, nor did I think that you had them for me. So what changed how does that change like without putting it into context of how is it that you really really did something that made me really upset if i don't underst didn't understand a minute ago how that happened if you really love me so I like, oh, I forgot about that yeah you now it's now I feel it and I'm not sure how that works if i Like a second ago, I thought the fact that you yelled at me and screamed at me and were critical and you thought that I was like a terrible human being, you know, a second ago, I thought that that meant you don't care about me. So what changed? I guess that's my question. Like, how does that work? Like, or let's say in a long-term relationship where you're constantly being critical of who I am, like, how do I see that at the same time that I see that you love me? Like, I didn't feel it before. So how does that change? Like, what, what's, like, how, how should you address that?
5: An awareness. There was, there, was, there was a certain awareness, a certain highlight to it, a certain focus on it. A certain and what does that direction, mean? a pause. You know, when we're in my locus, we're, fire, we're fired up. We're in my locus, we're all worked up. Sometimes you just need to pause, go back. Wait, what are we arguing? Who are the people involved? And, and and Aaron's just saying take a step back. You guys aren't arch enemies. You're, you're buddies, you're friends. There's there's something there on a deep level, there's a
0: relationship. Yeah. Right. But even though there's a relationship, but still but still what? So what's what's ha- what happened? So can,
4: can, let's take a family. I don't know
5: exactly what happened, but my question is I don't know if yours I'm sorry, go continue our swimming.
4: So I'm just I'm just exploring like what happened in the family like you say husband and wife of course you know but so let's say okay where it's not as personal so to speak as prone to you know constantly coming up There could be you know siblings but really the bond is very strong but there can be life mm-hmm. situations that cause one mm-hmm. to feel hurt by the other and you sort of get lost you need somebody to help you realize that there's something much more important to you there in the connection Mm -hmm. you really do have. Mm -hmm. Maybe within Claudius Roll, or at least at the time of Aaron Akain. well, it has to be for all times, but uh, that there is a power of connection that is really much deeper, much stronger, that we're sort of not aware of. And Aaron Akain is helping each one to realize about the other one and about himself. And it doesn't really want to be in a state of conflict, even with all the complaints and tightness that he might have, but ultimately does not want it to devolve to such a place of real period. They really value much more. That's why it's really painful deep down. It's much more painful that they are in conflict with each other than the particular thing the person may have said or, or, or done. Okay that sounds very it's
0: like what you're okay. describing is to whatever extent people can reconnect emotionally and to be able to use the love that they can sense in the relationship or the respect that they could um, access within the relationship so then the more that they could do that and to be able to put all the disagreements into context, even without understanding like where the other person's coming from in the in that particular conflict, the more someone can do that, that definitely sounds like it's a big win. And that sounds like it could be very powerful. I would suggest that it's even more helpful if we can try to intellectually understand why it's not a zero, why you could have, the nature of how God made us is that even in our closest relationships, we're all human. We all have our own selfish needs. No matter what we tell uh, our best friends, we care about ourselves a lot more than we care about the other person. And just that's the realistic reality in a relationship is we have our needs. They have their needs. We love ourselves. We love them. We care about ourselves. We care about them. We have our own be those challenges. They have their be those challenges. And when you have a long-term relationship with people, it's going to end up, with the fact that even though I do care about you a lot, I'm going to have all of my midos challenges that are going to play a role in my relationship. You're going to have all of your midos challenges that are going to play a role in our relationship. So if we do both things, if we put into context that it is true, we have a very, very strong bond underneath. Sometimes we forget about that. And it makes a lot of sense that at times, based on me knowing who I am and you knowing who you are, in these kind of scenarios, I'm gonna be aggressive, you're gonna be defensive, you're gonna pull away, I'm gonna get upset, you're gonna be more, I'm gonna get more aggressive to get you back. And you know all the different uh, processes that happen in a long-term loving relationship, the more we could put that into context, I feel like that's so, so, so helpful. So if we take that first side of like what I think uh, that you guys were saying that really being able to access the love and to recognize that even if I don't understand like why we're getting into fights, but we know we love each other. So let's try to get over it. And if we take a second step of trying to recognize that all of our challenges make sense. Like, I think if we fight against that challenge of sinas does not mean, like, people hate each other for no reasons. And our challenges don't come for no reason. And our debate, like, our complications in our relationships don't come for no reason. And it's not a stero to loving someone, caring about someone, or respecting someone, the fact that we also love ourselves so much more. And we're going to be selfish, and we're going to have all of our personality challenges that get in the way the more we could put that into context and try to remember when we do have a long-term challenge in the relationship, trying to understand two things. A, we could still love the other person even if we have challenges and being able to access that love and remind ourselves of it and especially if it makes sense to us that even though you love me, you still do this because you are who you are and I am who I am. So, the more it can make sense to us, then the more we'll be able to access at least what Aaron Cohen was doing. So whether Aaron was actually doing this or not, even in extreme situations, it seems to me like he should be able to. And I would suggest that this is the best way for us to be able to deal with our relationships, that regardless of what kind of circles we get ourselves into, if we try to understand how those circles happened, how those challenges came to be, why based on me being who I am and you're being who you are, even though we love each other, we could still fall into these traps. And when someone helps us try to put this into context, I think one of the Lashonos of the uh, Farsham says, "Aren't used to sit with them. And like, it wasn't like a two minute thing, like, oh, by the way, she apologized and she feels really bad, rather, them and help them process this perspective of it could be you two really love each other a lot and care about each other a lot but you ran into a series of challenges and it's okay try to see beyond that that's my piece I have to say
4: so, it sounds like that in an effort to help people it would be a very significant factor to help them be aware and be in touch with the deeper rooted power of connection that they do have. That might be something that I guess overlooked a little bit in therapy.
1: What
6: happened? Well, I'm not sure what's happening here. You asked the question, it sounds what Aaron did is superficial not addressing the real issues. And you're answering, he addressed the real issues, but Based on, I'm not sure how that what just happened. It's, it's very Chovetz Chaim Shmuzi to take the question and have that be the answer. But, but uh, I think this is like a step too far. I'm not, I'm not, I'm just not getting it. Like the question is, is we know that there's deeper fights and things are, can't just be solved by that simple little lie of, of saying like, oh, no, no, he really respects you and he apologizes and he loves you. And I'm not sure the answer is, yeah, you're right. That's true. I'm not sure. Like usually, there's like a way that we see that switch. I'm not sure I'm getting that.
1: Goldman is. Commission. Okay, Ari.
4: Yeah. Rabbi um, Goldman seems to be um, frozen right now. So um. I'm. I'm going to try in the meantime until he gets back on. What I what I what I think I heard a little bit. Was that what Aaron Cohen was helping them to focus on? Was that the really deep down is a desire on their parts, and the power in their parts to be close to one another, and that their real, real, true essence is one of wanting to be together and, and really supporting each other and working together helping each other, loving each other, just you get caught up in the you know, traffic of life conflict. That's so what takes you over. And Arakhan has helped them to refocus that, but deep down, the person feels terrible. And even if, and even if it wasn't really true that the person said this to Arakhan, but Arakhan knows that deep down, Maybe on some level he feels it, and maybe it's so deep that he doesn't even consciously let himself feel it. But deep down, he's feeling terrible in this state. And that's a reflection of the fact that there really is a power of connection that they could then get in touch with. So somehow, through Aaron Akoyan and his sensitivity and his love for every Jew and his power of really feeling that, you could somehow sense that I do have that within me. That it really is what I really want. I don't really want to be the winner in this little, this little battle that we're having. And that's what helps them to, to bear it and to overcome it. So, what is it addressing?
2: What aspect is it addressing? The, it's addressing they, the aspect of intent, the,
4: like the, 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 the forgetting, the losing touch with the real core self. The real core self is one of cholesterol being, that's the real core. That's why the, 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 the deeper pain far supersedes the, the joy of the winning in the battle or the desire to win the battle. Not worth it for me to win over this, this destruction of our relationship. So I was helping them to realize your know, friend is really broken hearted. You know, if, he, if he could bring himself to ask me, he would ask me, so he said that he did ask as me
2: as opposed to one, I'm not sure like
4: how you how you answer that
2: The is he of, can you really
4: believe it or not that he really asked him but let's say putting that aside he came to me asked me he would ask me could you make this good <laughs> that's what he really wants that's his real heart desire as
2: opposed to what Just, as opposed to me thinking that the other person is out to get me is that, like what's the other option that he's trying
1: to like
4: like, we're done, I don't see. know, but you might think, like, we're done, we we lost so all connection. I
1: don't think that he's sorry,
4: not that he feels bad. No, he, said he, he feels really bad, sad. that's what he's having my
3: focus.
1: He's so hard on himself. That's,
3: that's so much, I feel bad what I did.
1: No, that's sorry.
4: not what No, no, that, that no, that's, me that's
3: me. not I I thought Aria was asking that,
4: was that, me. that me. why it was have a work now? I remember a different Mara Makum. Okay,
1: okay, so. I thought Aria was asking that, then, that's
3: okay I thought it meant just the fact that we're having this much focus
1: wasn't Harry asking
3: that this no. is, that, that like it doesn't this would never like what what's going on by him because it would never work now you could explain what was happening like your all these explanations are great but it wouldn't practically work today like like <laughs> any like the, like the greatest like <coughs> like peacemaker could go betw- between two people that are really having this like a deep re- like a, a deep substantial fight where each people are like really offended by the other, and it yeah. wouldn't work. I think I it, that's what he was asking. You think if Viola Levine could do it? I don't know.
1: I don't <laughs> think it's so either. Maybe, maybe if maybe if gotten touches him through an illegal abortion, there's any fight. No, no. <laughs> 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 in any fight, right? You're in a real fight. And okay, and okay, the other side, the other side, like really like, sincerely apologize. They feel bad at what they did. way they fought with you, they were wrong. They feel they were wrong. They feel sorry and horrible and feel bad. They want you to forgive them. They acknowledge that they were wrong. Any fight you've ever had, that's that's what fixes the fight, right? So that's what Aaron's telling each side that the other side is saying. I guess Ari is, is like, it's this not is unbelievable so because, like, why don't you
3: come to me? Because part of if, thing, if it's not believable, that's a different question. No, but part that's of you, I think, I think part of your dynamic is this what this you said, the said the is, is the way. person
1: coming to me. Like, part of what you're, why so, some, so somehow, somehow, not necessarily constantly, but they sincerely feel that somehow Aaron was able to, you know, he was skilled enough, you know, to, to be that in between without them, you know, doing it face to face to each other but in reality what was happening he was facilitating or pretending it seems like he was making it up I don't think he was saying something that they really feel deep down Um, but if someone if you're in a fight any person you've ever been in a fight with if the person is sincerely sorry they sincerely acknowledge that what they did was wrong They sincerely apologize to you I'm just you know anytime I've ever been in a fight with someone and and they, they sincerely are you know, committed to not do it again and to change all the things that go into a sincere apology, you could forgive them and get along with them, especially if there's someone that that you consider a friend.
2: Does that mean agreeing in an argument or no. does it mean
1: Absolutely. just
2: the aspects that are wrong? Like people could still are still disagreeing, let's say.
1: But that yeah, I don't think disagreeing is what Aaron was trying to fix. He wasn't trying to fix people who disagreed with each other. He was fixing people who were fighting with each other who were angry at each other. Insulting each other, upset at each other. When, when people are, are having a fight with each other, when they sincerely apologize, that's all that's necessary to make you better. That they're willing to hug, hug each other afterwards. Is that, is that um, I, I don't know if I'm being hurt or not. Is
5: that uh, Doug Brigida?
4: Anonymous. Right. But you can ask your question anyway.
5: I don't have a question, but whoever it is, I, I I agree. I agree with what he's saying. I think I think if you analyze it, most people fight and they're arguing are really are really defending. The fight is being prompted by their defense. They're trying to defend themselves, defend their honor, defend their and when a person when you hear the other person say that I'm a Scari, I feel bad, then your defense is
1: can come down and that's the motor of the fight it's it's very nice it's a nice theory i I could i have a different theory why it works um but at the end of the day when people apologize sincerely it doesn't it's like people could get along like like that's the solution to every single conflict it doesn't mean that that they can't go to therapy to like help their situation and like this is like Going to replace whatever a therapist might might be able to help in the relationship. That's not what Aaron was necessarily doing. He wasn't accomplishing that. Yeah, like people said, like it's superficial. It's not superficial because it doesn't mean that there's no disagreement, and they're gonna have to figure out how to, you know, deal with situations like, you know, how much money to spend on uh, Shabbos meals. But you know, that 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 could be something that could still have to work out. But that. At the end of the day, like the feelings of anger and hatred towards each other were, are only dealt with when people sincerely apologize and feel bad. makes them feel good.
4: If I, did you read it that way that it was essentially our claim apologizing on behalf of each person for the wrong that they did to the other?
0: That's what it sounds like to me. What do you say, Rabbi? Um, Not that Aaron was apologizing. He was sharing that they sincerely, I don't know apology, if apology is the right word, but he was sharing that they sincerely felt bad about what they about their part in the challenge, in the relationship. What like, they to me, wrong.
1: they sincerely felt bad for wronging the other person. They acknowledged that what they did was wrong. Right? They, they, I think the words you quoted were that that I sinned against you. I, I Yeah, I did something wrong to you. So, so when mm-hmm. a person, uh, when you when you're fighting with someone, and you feel the person did something wrong to you, and the person says, "Yes, I, I was wrong. I'm sincerely sorry, and I I want to be better, and I want our relationship to." That that's that's how people get back along with each other. That doesn't mean this was the whole solution, and right for sure you didn't need anything else. But this is, I mean, in everyday situation. You don't need a chazal for this. This is an every single day situation. This is the only way fights ever get resolved. When people are willing to accept and, like what they were, what they did wrong, acknowledge it, admit it, and apologize to the other side for
0: it. It sounds like a pretty powerful uh, system to be uh, trying to implement, I guess, in our own lives. I would suggest that the only way that this really works is if you really understand where the other people are coming from and you understand where you yourself are coming from. Because otherwise, to me, it would seem like it's really too hard to really expect a sincere enough apology that when they bump into each other, they don't see that it was fake. Because if there's no context of where to put the disagreement after, So even if you have that first step, okay, he loves me, she loves me, okay, we're gonna get back together, awesome. So we could have the motivation, but it's just not gonna work unless, I don't think you see this from Aaron, this is just my presumption of something Aaron must have done, that in order for there to be a reconciliation, which doesn't just highlight the fact that it was a facade, you know, what Aaron was doing, that it was a fake is only if they have some sort of context of dealing with this conflict, this conflict of, if she really loves me, why was she such a jerk? If he really loves me, why was he such an idiot? Because that's really what the problem was a minute ago. A minute ago, I don't think she loves me. Look how she treated me. (laughs) I don't think he loves me. Look how he treated me.
1: It wasn't like, the, problem. Really the problem. was the problem at every at the core of every fight is that that I feel insulted and hurt right. by, the, by the other person. Right? Mm-hmm. The, the solution I'm not saying it's the only solution, but it's it's it's, it's the way where all the solutions come from is when mm-hmm. the other. Aaron wasn't saying they love you. He loves you. Everyone loves each other. That's not what Aaron was saying. Aaron was saying the person acknowledges that they were wrong. They admit that they were wrong and they're sincere they sincerely feel bad about it and they're sincere, sincerely sorry for for wronging you and harming you. Mm-hmm. That's that's what you know, this is you know at the core of every single fight. You know, it's not mm-hmm. the argument that, that makes the fight, it's the, the the way that that you make me feel bad. Like you're insulting me with the way you're arguing with me. You're you're making me feel Bad about myself. You're being mean to me. You're being nasty to me. Mm
3: -hmm. Disrespect.
1: Whatever it is. So when a person like that's what's at the core of a fight. So this. Can I suggest something as well? Mm -hmm. When somebody feels hurt in a fight,
0: so they feel hurt because the other person puts themselves above that person, and by apologizing, they're then putting themselves on equal footing or
1: below, which sort of reconciles the hurt.
0: That sounds very reasonable. It sounds like it should really be very, very helpful. I think a re- one thing that is in this circle of this discussion is when someone apologizes, is the icker thing that helps, the fact that they took responsibility for having done something wrong, or is it really a message of I do care? Like, those are two very different goals of an apology. The goal of apology is Yes, I was a bad person. A different goal of an apology. The fact that I hurt you is something that is not something that I'm okay with. Right? So I think those are two very, very different messages. And a really, like, because the problem is that you put yourself above me and I put myself above you and you did something that seems to indicate that I didn't care about your feelings or your needs, so one response to that is, no, I did care about you, or I do care about your needs and that, it bothers me that I did what I did. The focus of I take responsibility and I really am a bad person doesn't really help the other person at all. So to me, that, that's where I was getting the idea that what he, what he was saying is I do love you. Because that to me sounds like the main focus of I feel bad doesn't mean like I feel like I'm a bad person. Rather, I feel bad means I did something that seems to indicate I don't care about you, but the reality is I do care about you. So I why would I do it? Because that's who I am. You know, I have certain challenges, and the nature of our relationship is such that when you do A, it hurts me in a certain way. So, um, so I think that's where I was getting it from, you know, the idea that what Aaron was saying is that your wife or your husband is making a statement to you or your friend is making a statement to you, I really do care about you. Don't think I don't care, even though my actions did reflect that. But it's not true. I really do care, and I really do feel really bad. So um,
6: I think a lot of
0: yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I'm
6: sorry. I just feel like every time someone gives an apology with the mm-hmm. caveat, mm-hmm. And, you know, this is a very common thing. I really feel bad. I didn't mean to hurt you. I value our relationship. Everything's real. I, I just think you're wrong in this situation. I, that that apology never works. Would you? Sit, what well, does that apology not work because no, you it undermines because because we I don't because we're not strong enough to he, he wasn't good enough at showing how much he really cares? I'm not, I'm not really ask, I'm really just tapping into your question or is is, is it because yeah. there something too? No, I still want to be right too. And I and you acknowledging that makes <laughs> me feel better. I mean, because that because that has never I don't think in the history of the world that half apology with a caveat has ever been successful. So Right, <laughs> but I think
0: yeah, but Ari, I would say the problem is not the caveat. The problem is that the first step is not really right. That's
4: why.
1: Because
0: that. if it really was true, I think we just had that interaction right now that I didn't fully agree with what you were saying, and I hope it didn't come across, and I am confident it didn't come across in any way of a lack of like <laughs> love and respect for your for your your opinions. So I think that's the goal. Like if the goal is that
6: yeah. like the Are goal you? of apology
0: I think so often we fall into that trap. The goal of an apology is is to take responsibility that I'm a bad person. And that doesn't help at all. It doesn't help anyone. The goal is I did something that seems to indicate that I don't care about you. It's not true. I do care about you. But it was hard for me, it was this, it was that, like I think, so I think that kind of caveat actually helps the apology if it's in that place, if it's coming from, don't take my actions as a reflection of my lack of care and concern for you. Those kind of apologies, I think, are very, very powerful. And because like, the challenge comes from, you didn't respect me, you didn't care about me, and the message is, I do respect you, I do care about you, but... I happen to be a selfish pig, so I end up doing things that are hurtful to you or because I had a hard day or because I'm not so good at this or because I felt criticized by what you did and therefore I reacted in a strong kind of way. So I'm not sure that's what he's saying, but if what he's saying is that, then I think it's a very powerful lesson that he's teaching us that trying to make sure that we reinforce our relationship even in a time of stress and trying to make sure that we're able to see that the other person really could care about me, even though they did something against me and realizing I do care about them even though they did something against me and I did something against them. Trying to sincerely help people reach that kind of recognition is potentially very, very powerful and very helpful.
2: Would we say that, um, it's in, it's in the commentary, it's, it seems that there's three different degrees. There's the charata, and then after that, there's the, hitting himself, and the ha- hitting himself, and then after that, it's asking him to come over to me to be mochal. Does that seem like there's, there's three different um, feelings? It's like, just, I feel bad. Not only I feel bad, like I'm hitting myself over it, which, sound, which almost sounds like I feel re- really, really stupid. And then there's i feel like i I feel I'm so humiliated what I did that I can't even like like speak to you in person i need to, I need to send someone because I just feel so bad. Is it necessary to have could would we be able to imply that it's necessary to have all those three things for it to be come across as being sincere and that would, would that would result in them making peace
0: um would you probably Say that probably the more the better, like the more sincerity, the better.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just curious to know if if, if we're just focusing on this one mar that that maybe if you didn't have that you might need all three in order for it to reach that. If if that's per, if that's your person didn't feel that that middle stage or or if that's a generally didn't feel that. Um, so then I don't know if it would result in the same manner. That's all.
0: I mean, are you saying that really, if we have all of it, it's probably very, very, very beneficial? If we have less of it, it's unbeneficial it would be. I would guess if that's really a big part of the problem is I feel like they didn't really care about me, then if they can show me that they do care about me a lot, even if it's not fully true, even if it's not fully sincere, my guess would be that that's much better than if it's like the opposite extreme where I still feel like the person doesn't care. They feel like justified and they feel like, yeah, that was a clear reflection of my feelings about you. I really don't care. So I would imagine the more that they can show us, I really do care about you. And sometimes sincere, the sincere feeling really is that I don't fully care about you. That's probably the reality most of the time. Most relationships are probably on a scale of one to ten it 's not on a level ten, even unfortunately, you know our closest relationships uh, I care I care a lot, you know I wish I cared more. It would be nice if I fully cared, so hopefully, the reality is that uh, it works even in uh degrees and I guess our goal is to do our best. Um, thank you everyone for coming. I think the time is uh Please, everyone, uh, feel
3: comfortable. To I stay wanted to ask to uh, one question. Can I just ask one thing? Hello. Yeah, I'm here. Oh, I was just wondering. Please. So I was just wondering about this: if 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 the two parties
1: that are involved are able to do the whole process, or there needs to be a third party?
3: Um, what would you say? Um, it sounds from like Perkyavos that you know be like Aaron and create peace because it sounds like that's a necessary you know component for that peace. It could be maybe that you know someone has to step in. Sometimes there needs to be uh, a third party. Sometimes there needs to be, you know, like the the counselor, the therapist. You know, that 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 role has to be done by somebody. I mean, there's such a there's such a need for that. It seems.
0: Right, I can tell you my guess My guess is probably that often a third party is very helpful, but the more we could have these perspectives on our own, it's probably something that could be extremely helpful even in a one-on-one, even for us to do it on our own. Because uh, the concepts of recognizing that we do love people even if we have friction with them and trying to access that love and trying to recognize the other person can have that love even if they have that friction, that sounds like it happens to, uh, to most people pretty consistently on a daily basis where we interact with people who we care about, who do things that seem to indicate that they're still human, they have their own needs and interests, and they have their own me challenges, and they're not always going to be showering us with love. So we need to be able to see that that doesn't mean that they don't love me, it doesn't mean they don't care about me, and hopefully uh, we could retain that perspective. In our relationships as much as possible. So hopefully we don't need a third party. It's not going to work if we really constantly do need the third party. But as much as we can uh, do it on our own, that's great. And as much as we could be there for other people when they could use that outside party, that's awesome. Okay. Um, everyone should have a really great day and a really great week. Rabbi Shmimim, anything else to add, please?
4: In my grace, I have something to add uh, that I meant to please. include in the introduction which uh, someone got skipped over, that everyone should be aware Rabbi Goldman has put out a sefer called Understanding Yourself Through Torah. It's available at Amazon.com. It's quite inexpensive. It's not very long. You can read it in probably a few days. It has gotten rave reviews from someone whose opinion I respect very highly. So as such, please take advantage while there's copies left to get yourself understanding ourselves through Torah. And Hatzlach HaRab and everything. Thank you so much. Rabbi and also Golan.
3: buy a copy of Talmudic Wisdom through for today.
4: Thank you very much. Yeshekaya, yes the, yes, the being with us. Thank you. And you. to uh, the drivers
6: who risked their life to listen to this year. That's very impressive. <laughs> <laughs> We're We're all
4: all very Thank
1: you. Thank you, Rabbi. Good job, Rabbi, everybody. Thank you so much. Yes. Good. Thank Good. you. Good.